0: Trucking Network with Steve Summers. Uh. And back on a Friday, a look at our traveler's weather, a service of our friends at Hotshot's Diesel Extreme, the premium six in one diesel additive containing the most concentrated detergent formula on the market. Find Hotshot Diesel Extreme at TA, Petro, Pilot Locations, or always at HotshotSecret.com. Well, some folks in the northern tier of the country got a little taste, uh, a little preview of fall earlier this week. And a much more definitive taste of fall or even early winter is in the offing in the coming days. Uh, That'll be accompanied by some frost and actually some freeze warnings to mark the end of the growing seasons in parts of the upper Midwest and the interior northeast. As I flip over to my advisory page, let me see here. Northern portions of Minnesota, northern Wisconsin, and about the northern third of lower Michigan are are all under hard freeze warnings. Uh, Then you've got uh, areas that extend further south into central Wisconsin, central portions of Michigan, where you've got your frost advisories, We also have some frost advisories in upstate New York. Parts of northern New England freeze warnings in northern portions of Maine in place. Temperatures are going to be challenging some record lows over the next few nights. Portions of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Uh, As well as, uh, to wrap up the week, portions of Pennsylvania New York as we head through the weekend. We'll be looking for a freeze. International Falls, Minnesota. Uh, Ironwood, Wisconsin, Haughton Lake, Michigan, as temperatures are going to be dropping to the middle 20s to lower 30s this morning. Uh, the crisp, cool air will be felt for the south as well. Temperatures are forecast to be in the 50s. From areas uh, stretching from St. Louis and Kansas City, Missouri, to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, here locally, I know our... A weekend forecast includes some overnight lows down into the 40s. And those 40s will be common uh, from Detroit to Chicago, much of the Ohio Valley, and even some of the northern and western suburbs of the the major I-95 cities. From Richmond, Virginia to Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, New York City, Boston, slipping into the 40s this weekend. All right, the upcoming heavy frost, uh, following a touch of light frost early this week, they're in parts of the central Appalachians, and these frosts that we're dealing with right now, they're, they're occurring uh, one to three weeks uh, ahead of average for this time of year. If you haven't completed your summer harvesting, that may have to be accelerated, but and I guess with the temperatures in some areas dropping into the 20s and 30s this morning, uh, what you hadn't got done yet may not get done. Let me get back and finish up with the monkey gouger, though. All right.
5: So, anyway, this, this gentleman's a 87 years old, and he runs a, a trip to, out of Michigan down to uh, Laredo every week. And, uh, you know, I, I was – I, I said, let me ask you something. Cam, I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 87. He said, how old do you think I was? I said, I thought you about 65. I mean, just a, a, a man that was real fit. He took care of his, you know, body and everything. And I I enjoyed the three-hour conversation that I had with him. And, and, and like I say, there was a bunch of them walked by me while I was laying down there under that thing. and. He was one of them old timers, one of the old drivers that was to uh, in the helping hand. I, re- I really, really, really enjoyed my afternoon with him. But before I get off of him, you was talking about them electric pickup trucks.
0: F Ford F one hundred and fifty, yes, all electric. Now you know, you know what Ford stands for, right? I've heard several times over the years. Yeah. You know.
5: Fix or repair daily. Correct. So that's the that's reason they're making making them trucks so accessible, so they can carry the toolbox in the back of that bed so they can work on that junk. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Steve, enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you Sunday night, buddy.
0: All right. Have a good weekend there, Monkey Gouger. I knew he was coming that way with the Ford. Ah, let me see here. Got an email from Mike. He says, born and raised in the Buckeye State. Yeah, I went to the land of fruits and nuts for four years. And this is back in the late 80s. Uh, Back to the Buckeye from there. Now I'm in uh, uh, Manatee Nation Forest in Michigan. Yeah, that fella from California, I think he loved the Buckeye. Yeah, even the major cities are more laid back. He'd love a laid-back area like Greenville, but it would be kind of a culture shock for just how laid-back it is. And then in New Jersey, thousands of people looking toward the heavens, almost like a scene out of Independence Day. People pulling their cars over on the highway, getting out, looking toward the skies. What is it? What is it? disbelief at what they were seeing. They thought it was a flying saucer hovering overhead. Uh, In reality, it was just another day in 2020. The UFO was an aircraft from the Earth. It was the Goodyear blimp, actually. But some of the photos that were shared via social media from the the varying angles, it it does look uh, almost like a, a spaceship. Uh, There's a number of videos that have been shared, Uh, a representative from Goodyear confirming to several news outlets the famous blimp flew through New York and New Jersey, capturing football coverage from the Monday night game between the Steelers and the New York Giants. But in watching some of the videos, it's kind of understandable how so many thought they were seeing a UFO. With just the right lighting conditions, the viewing angle, the reflections, it looked just like a classic flying saucer. Why do humans tend to see USOs UFOs? Uh, well, they say for an in-depth look, I recommend a new book by fellow science journalist Sarah Scholes. The book entitled, They're Already Here. UFO culture and why we see saucers. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of watchers out there. UFO Watchtower, Colorado. They they've got a tourist attraction there called the UFO Watchtower. Of course, we got Area 51, the International UFO Congress. Looking at 16 past the hour, and we'll get back to your calls just ahead here on a Friday morning. It is America's Trucking Network.
5: This is the Miami Valley Gaming NHRA Report on America's Trucking Network.
6: Jamie Little of Fox Sports and Antron Brown of the NHRA bond over their love of animals in Indiana.
1: And here we are, Hamilton Humane Society. We're both dog people, but tell me the story. How did you get involved, and how did it lead you to your rescue dog? My grandma, she used to take dogs in. We lived in the country. We had over 30 dogs. We used to go through like a 50-pound bag of perina dog food. a day. Just growing up loving dogs and you could never see one just fall short. My grandma used to take us to the dog ward, and the dog ward used to call back three, days, like three weeks later and say, Mr. Brown, we got to put it down. She goes, Oh no, you don't then you know what the Browns did We took them in well that's exactly what Hamilton Humane does no kill the things that they do they take them in and they bring them back to life and they find homes for them so there's a survivor program it's so cool what they do here dogs that come in that usually will go into a shelter and they have medical needs that are just going to be so costly that dog is first on the euthanasia list here, that's not the case. So Toyota has come on board to help pay the fees for some of those survivor dogs, and Purina has come on board to help the Good Samaritan's food bank to feed the dogs at home, so it's a win-win. Well, once you walk in, it's like love at first sight. You will find a partner for life when you walk through those doors, and that's what we did, and Levi's been the heart of our family ever since. For all those single people, it's the best relationship to be in, because whether you can get... I wonder where you going with So well, you think about it, Have you ever saw your dog mad at you? No. You can yell at it and say, Has your boss ever looked at you the way Levi looks at you? Oh no. No, no, no. Unless you want (laughs) dog. This is the Miami
5: Valley Gaming NHRA report on America's Trucking Network.
6: Take Denison Reporting for America's Trucking Network.
0: See here from the email bag. Uh, Dave says, uh, Do you have any more info on the accident that I messaged you about last night about the 25 mile marker on I-70? Uh, I 70? Word was a construction worker was struck and killed. Uh, I, I did a quick search there, Dave, and I couldn't really find anything from I 70, but when you Do a Google search on construction worker struck. Man, there's a lot, a lot of that going on. Way too much. I mean, story, let's see, first one was out of Lubbock, Texas. And this was in the past 24 hours. Arrest made and hit and and run construction worker uh, from Philadelphia. Police investigating construction worker fatally struck. Um, in Ridley Park. Several days ago, construction worker struck killed on I-75. Police looking for driver. And just and on and on it goes. Construction worker struck and killed Wednesday on I-80. And construction worker, 47, killed after being struck by a driver. These construction workers out there. I mean, you've got all the flashing lights, plenty of notification of what's going on. Now, how is it that I don't? I don't get it. Boy, that's it's got to be up there in one of the most dangerous jobs in the country, apparently. Anyway, he said uh, there's also another three truck pile up on I-70 West in Indiana about the 123 exit. Another one of those scenarios where traffic was backed up. And the rear truck didn't stop, plowing into stopped or slowing traffic. I don't have much more information than that. But this is becoming almost a weekly occurrence on I-70. Drivers not paying attention. Any other information you can pass about these accidents will be greatly appreciated. All right, thanks for you do. Thanks for the heads up. And I'll see what I can find out more on that. Meanwhile, back to the calls. Uh, Lori, hi there. Hi. Good morning. Morning. What you got for us, Lori? What's going on? Um,
1: Well, I live up here in Greenville, Ohio, and uh, just wanted to call in and let people know that we have Dick Levy Trucking up here in Dart County and pole trucking as well. Um, We're also the um, home of the Great Dart County Fair. And we're also known for the Eldora Speedway.
0: Eldora, okay. Uh, now, now that's one I'm yeah. I've, I've wanted to get yep. there for years. I've never made it up there.
1: Yeah, yep. Uh, and then we also have the mate. – we're we're famous for our made-right sandwiches up here in Dirk County. So really? I've been out to California a couple of times, and uh, so, yeah. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it's nice and quiet compared to – Compare out there in California, and um, it, it's r- really a good place to live, good place to raise a family.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much. Good to hear from You're you welcome. this morning. Thanks for checking in. There you go, Greenville. Sounds like
4: a nice yes, little place. it is. Really? My, my, my wife grew up not far from there, and I have stopped there uh, in Greenville numerous times, and she said that uh, the, the caller was talking about uh, rights. Very good sandwiches. Very good. Made right sandwiches. I think that's what I think that's what it's called, yeah. Hmm. And I think if I'm not mistaken, it's the I mean literally it's just a it's just what just like a kind of like a just a small building and they have one of the unique things is I don't know who started when it started, but um they have A B C gum stuck to the walls and then i mean it is covered <laughs> all really? the way around the outside yeah wow yeah And yeah, it is it, it's kind of like um the sandwiches are like a loose meat type of sandwich
0: okay yeah they never said they never sent anyone out there to clean off that abc gum no
4: no no <laughs> i mean <laughs> thousands of Pieces of I think I think if I'm not mistaken I think that's where that is. That's pretty wild. But I used to I used to bowl in a travel league up around that area, Dark Count or Greenville and Wapakoneta and uh, you know Lima that area. My wife grew up in Logan County up near Bell Fountain, so I just I just had to tell you about that. That that restaurant is amazing. Yeah. Line out the door.
0: All right, well, for our friend Bobby in California that's looking to get the heck out of California, sounds like Greenville might be a pretty nice place to be. Not bad. Good deal. All right, looking at 27 past the hour, we'll get back to the calls ahead here. And uh, horse feathers. I'm sure he'll call back. We were talking last evening about our friend uh, that was on our last ATN cruise. He's been on the last couple of cruises with us, so Chris. Had a heart attack a couple nights because they they did the what is it the angiogram this past day and he got the update, forty five percent blockage in what they call the widow maker thirty five percent on the right side, and instead of fixing it while they're in there, they said here live on four pills the rest of your life for until your next heart attack, you might not live through the next heart attack and you might, so he was pretty PO'd. he said they don't give two craps about curing or fixing you they want twenty years of money. Or as much as they can get till you die. So mad right now, and it come back a little bit later. And I, I, you know, I guess it's an insurance kind of thing where you have to have. And I think Lone Ranger went through this as well. Yeah, they put stints in a couple of blockages that he had. Then there was one other. If it's not like seventy percent blocked or something, the insurance doesn't cover it. So we said. I had to kind of apologize. It's not hospital-related. I found that out later after I caused a scene in here. Ended up with management and friends that were nurses having to come in and settle me down. I guess he was trying to have another heart attack. All right, so that's the scoop anyway. And I guess with those sort of blockages, they'll be changing his diet, right? It is news update time, 29 past the hour on ATN. (laughs) Let's see, what we got back on a Friday? TGIF, all it's 888-860-8785. Let me get back to the calls here. What's going on, Bill?
2: Hello? Hey, Bill. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, I was tied up in that accident last night. Well, I wasn't involved in it, but uh, what I heard there on I-70, a free fog, well, they said a big truck, Clipped two guys in, a, in one of them lift scissor lifts. It was uh, working on the bridge. Yeah, uh, I didn't hear anything about anybody dying. But uh, they that the a big truck flipped flipped the scissors. The...
3: Okay, round two. Name something that's
6: not boring.
2: A laundry. <sighs> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh.
6: <sighs> ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Cliff. Okay, so that was, again, it was in the construction zone, and I, I know it was shut down for hours anyway. But
2: Yes, sir, I was there. I was a mile from it and I was there for over four hours. Wow. But uh, a guy, somebody on the radio said that, on the CV said that uh, two people were killed, but then uh, later on, somebody else come on the CV and said that uh, they were watching the local news channel because they had showed up at the scene and said what had happened about the two guys in the lift. Okay. and it wasn't a big construction zone. They were just doing some work on the bridge. They even said something about some damage to the bridge.
0: So. Okay. Well, that's the info I think he was looking for, so thank you so much for listening in, Bill. Well,
2: you're quite welcome, and, hey, I want to give you a big thank you, too. You and your dad has helped me out over the years. of are running on nights like you would not believe. I used to listen to your dad for years, and then I remember when you would come in, I think it was on the weekends, and fill in for him.
0: Yep, yep.
2: Oh, yeah. So, and every night I'm out here on the road listening to you guys. matter of fact, I'm coming down your way right now. i got to deliver it on Spring Grove and then head into Walton and deliver.
0: Okay, yep. Yeah, you're right in our neck of the woods.
2: Oh, yes, sir. Uh, (laughs) I've probably been right by your uh, station I don't know how many times.
0: Well, have a have a safe night and a great weekend. Thank you for checking in there, Bill. Okay, uh, email from uh, Matt, a.k.a. Bambolins. He called it a little bitty bow. He said, tell Rob he is correct. It is made right that has the gum wall. And I got your fruits and nuts reference after we got disconnected. <laughs> anyway, have a great weekend. All right, Bambolins, thanks for listening in. Let's check in with Chevy Guy. Hey there.
5: Yeah, I want to uh, make note that it's
6: not always the drivers going through these zones. I, I don't know I mean, how many times, you know, I'll be going through the construction zone. And one guy had, he was, I don't know what he was doing on his hands and knees. He was pulling something out from under the grader uh, uh, or whatever. And he was backing up. And I kept going, and all of a sudden his, his uh, leg, Come out from behind the cone, and I had to slam on the brake, and I yanked on the horn. And he finally pulled himself in. And when they cover, they're right there in a tight spot on the two lane. They're laying asphalt. You're coming up behind them, and you're doing it the best you can to get over. And I've had them. I've had them walk out right in front of me. Really? and it's so noisy there; they don't hear you. So it's you really. it it, it does come down to this. I am behind the wheel. I'm the one to make, it's my job to make sure that anything that's in front of me, you know, I've got room to move. So that's all that matters. So, but, but listen, I've seen some, I've seen construction workers do some really stupid things. So it's not always a driver. Weather Report, South Carolina, Southern South Carolina, which is the line below where Munchy Gadger lives in Charleston over to the uh, Augusta uh, area. We got it. They called it right. It did come up over us uh, about 4 o'clock yesterday, uh, pardon me, 2 o'clock yesterday before I went to bed. Uh, we got an alarm saying, everybody stay at your house. Bridges are washed out everything. The rain didn't really hit up. Uh, it hit us hardcore right, right at uh, one, two, you know, one or two o'clock. I mean, it, so it uh, had probably been about 1 o'clock in Augusta, and it did. It flushed out a lot of bridges, culverts, and uh, but and it just, it just hammered. So when I got up this morning and I walked through my yard, my yard was was. You uh, know, damp it was dry there was no pooling of water all that water is gone like i said there the ground out here has been dry it sucked up most of that water so but uh, but yeah it's uh it, to me i still can't believe that we just got a storm a hurricane out of the south out of the out of the gulf and it's like 84 yesterday. It's called by 84 today but it's talking about 70 Normally we get them storms coming up out of the Gulf. They drag all that humidity with deep. So it's uh, sort of unusual, but hey, we'll take it. Uh, also, uh, also I want to get old Monkey Gatherer on this talk. You know what? You know Ford stands for. You know what? Uh, you know hey, you know what a stand, a Ford a Ford stands for is. It they know how to sell stuff. They don't need government aid. <laughs> they sell trucks. Because they make nice vehicles. Yeah. Other than GM, Governor's name maintained. So, hey, you enjoy your Miller Bear along with, uh, with Bud, old Bud Light there, and I'll be, I'll be feeding the horses there with my Bud Wagner. <laughs> <All laughs> right, have that's great have weekend. A guy. Yep. There you go. Copy
0: in the mail, as he says. It's 888 860 8785 here on America's Trucking Network. So there were a limited number of fans in the stadium for the Bengals-Browns uh, this past evening. Some some stadiums are allowing, again, limited capacity. Uh, there was a limited a number of attendees at the Kansas City Chiefs opening night game on September the 10th. They're at Arrowhead Stadium. And uh, one of us has tested positive for COVID-19. According to the Kansas City Health Department... Uh, The individual that tested positive watched the game from the group's box in the lower level of the stadium. He tested positive the following day, which has prompted the Kansas City Health Department to direct 10 other people into quarantine because they were potentially exposed. Kansas City Chiefs, one of the few teams allowing fans in their stadium for week number one. All fans and personnel required to wear a mask or face covering while in the stadium. And uh, the team said uh, the stadium's COVID protocol plan limited potential exposure to a single seating zone within the stadium. Uh, the contract tracing mechanisms allowed them to identify the individual, the individual's party, any service staff that came in contact with the individual, and any other ticket holders that may have been near that person while entering the stadium. According to the health director, I want to remind everyone COVID-19 is anywhere and everywhere. We're all tired of it, frustrated, and even angry at how it's altered and stricken our lives and livelihoods. But we must continue to think of those who have not and will not survive it. So there you go, Uh, the risk you might pay if you actually opt to be body in the seat in a professional or possibly college or high school sports event coming up. Now let's see what's going on with Pup this morning.
3: Hey, good morning, Steve.
0: What's happening? Happy Friday.
3: Happy Friday to you, too. Hey, um, on a serious note first, uh, I'd really like to know in these, some of these wrecks, how many guys were streaming or watching a dead flame show on their phone or whatever. It's getting ridiculous out here, but that's all I got to say about that. But, um, that, that uh, monkey gouger gave them forwards way too much credit. They can't even haul their own toolbox around. It's too heavy. But, uh. The reason that Ford didn't take any money is because they got that great invention. Did you know about that?
0: The great invention?
3: Yeah. Yep. Their heated tailgate. Okay. Yeah, they invented that heated tailgate. That way their buddies' hands don't get cold when they push them to town.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, was that a trivia question? Why, uh, why does flying saucers fly?
0: No, it was why do people see flying saucers? I don't know why.
3: Oh, I thought maybe it was trivia. I was going to guess because cups are too hard to drive. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, you have a great weekend. We'll catch
0: you next week. Thanks for checking in. You do the same. Thank you, pup. All right, several lines available. It's 888-860-8785. You ever wonder if your smartphone's listening to you? Have you ever panicked uh, that an app might be listening through your phone's microphone? Supposedly, Apple says, we've got you covered. Uh, The latest iPhone update uh, adds a new warning dot that alerts you whenever your phone has your, if your microphone or your camera is activated on your phone. That means if any app is surreptitiously recording you, you would, well, you should know about it. It's all part of the new iPhone update. Find out how to download right now, all right? Uh, iOS 14. Uh, There's an orange dot that's going to appear in the upper right corner of the screen whenever the microphone or camera is activated. Uh, By swiping into your control center, you would be able to see which app is using the microphone. Uh, If you suspect something might be up, you should check the app's permissions in your settings. You can deny specific apps access to your microphone or your camera. Uh, For instance, if you're really worried, you could just delete the app altogether. Apple says privacy is a fundamental human right and the core of everything we do. That's why with iOS 14, we're giving you more control over the data you share and more transparency on how it's actually used. Uh, In the control center, where you can see if an app has actually used your camera or your microphone recently. And again, the indicator appears at the top of the screen whenever the app is using your microphone or your camera. Okay. Who's listening in? Are they out there recording you? And with that, we'll get a quick timeout here about 9 before the hour. Back to the calls just ahead. It's 888-860-8785 here on America's Trucking Network. So what was Sleepy Joe's uh, stupid statement of the day on Thursday? Uh, let's see. He had uh, the CNN Town Hall this past evening. Uh, to which he said uh, President Trump is responsible for every single coronavirus death. He did. If the president had done his I'm quoting here, if the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. This was an audience in Pennsylvania. All the people I'm not making this up just look at the data. look at the data. Obviously, critics on social media quickly jumped on Biden for those comments. Uh, One says, yeah, Trump was responsible for all those pre-existing conditions. Another says, I'm looking forward to CNN fact-checking this. It was also questioned by several mainstream news organizations. Politico said Biden, quote, vastly overstated what protections could have worked against the virus. Washington Post says Biden is making this up. There is no data to support this, even if the president had moved rapidly in January to deal with the coronavirus and been able to persuade the Chinese leadership to be more forthcoming. Again, from the Washington Post. Well there you go every everyone would still be alive if it weren't for Donald Trump <laughs> uh, let's get to uh John in Westerville. Hey there, hi Steve
7: uh Steve, I was going to give you a little historical perspective on Greenville. I grew up there, and yes, the maid right was not too far from where I lived um Greenville's the home of Annie Oakley. Uh, Phoebe Moses was her uh, real name, and, of course, she married Frank Howard and traveled with uh, uh, William Cody. Uh, my mother's uh, father, which would be my grandfather, was mayor, and Bill Cody uh, would come to the house, or at least he did once, I guess, and uh, he signed the agreement to put the circus in town. Uh, that was long before my time. I was born in 40, so I'm 80 years old. That was way before me. Uh, Greenville's, uh, of course, the county seat in Dark County, and uh, a- Anthony Wayne uh, uh, opened the uh, uh, territories. They signed a treaty of Greenville, Northwest uh, Territory was opened due to the efforts of Anthony Wayne. Uh, Tecumseh was from Greenville the famous warrior Young. and and uh he um, uh he never signed that treaty i guess little turtle signed it and a few others um, uh matt light from the steelers lives the greville his uncle i knew his uncle uh, and um uh he played um uh, he played uh on the line for the steelers and i think sweizen who was the kicker of uh, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Matt Light played for uh, uh, for uh, 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 Boston, uh, New England. Uh, Sweezen played for the Steelers, and I, I, I think he might have moved there to Greenville, Ohio. Um, now, um, my dad was mayor of Greenville in the 40s and 50s, and he played... Uh, uh, in the twenties at Ohio State against Red Grange, he said that was one of his greatest uh, thrills. Um, so that's about the historical summary of uh, Greenville, but it is a uh, uh, it, it is a very uh, a historical uh, setting, uh, and uh, uh, it, it had a lot to do. George Washington uh, pointed Wayne to get the thing uh, settled, the Indian problem settled That you know, back then and so forth. And, mm-hmm. and um, General Green uh, was also there. These guys participated in the Revolutionary War. And Green was, um, it was originally spelled Greenville, G-R-E-E-N-E-V-I-L-O-E, and they dropped that E. For, they named it for General Green. And then... Uh, um, Oh, uh, that's about this. Yeah, uh, well thanks for I, the
0: little little history lesson here on a Friday.
7: Yes, sir. Well, you know, a little history goes a long ways and <laughs> we don't get a lot of it today, do we? Not
0: not in this day and age. You are correct. Right. And uh, good good listen to you. I listen to you
7: all the time. I uh there's not much to do in this house, but uh <laughs> listen to the radio and get the news, you know, find out what's happening. Well
0: here we are trying to keep you company out there.
7: There you go. It's good talking to you, Steve.
0: Thank you so much. A little history lesson. All right, here we are just for news update time. guess this guy gets a Dumbass of the Week nomination, too. Police in Canada charging a man with speeding and dangerous driving after he was found asleep at the wheel of his self-driving car as it traveled 150 kilometers down a highway in Alberta, Canada. He was in his Model S Tesla. Hmm. Uh, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police said that on the 9th of July, they received the complaint that the Model S Tesla was speeding. All right, with that, we're right up against news update time. So we'll get that and come back with more on a Friday morning here on America's Truck and Network. <laughs>